Hi, and welcome to The Lonely Triathlete. My name is Todd, and I am The Lonely Triathlete, coming to you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on Friday, October 27th. Quick training update. Pretty standard stuff this week. I was just biking and running as my plan called for it. I'm up to 90-minute cycles on my indoor trainer on the weekends, and I am psyched that I can last that long on my indoor trainer. I'll tell you, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube is a lifesaver. So as I've been training this week, I've been thinking about my recovery. And the more I thought about it, the more, the more I realized I really do a lot of recovery and I do a lot of things to support my recovery. So I thought I would share with you some of the gizmos and gadgets and things that I do to help me recover what I think is well. And right off the bat, I'll just say nothing beats sleep and good nutrition, or rather less bad nutrition for healing. And then that's followed closely by stress reduction. So let's go in order of what I think is most effective. So sleep. Uh, for most of my life, I used to be quite the night owl. I'd rarely go to bed before midnight. I, I hated going to bed. It felt like all of my fun ended when I went to bed. All of, all of the joy of life, like all that you could ever accomplish, completely ends when you fall asleep. And I just hated that feeling. And so I'd stay up super late and I'd read, or I'd play video games, or watch TV, or I'd do just about anything rather than go to bed before midnight. Now, I am lucky because I've never had any sleep issues, so I usually always get seven to eight hours of sleep. I mean, not always, but quite often. And on the weekends, I'd very often sleep in until at least... Oh, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And it felt amazing. And I thought I was catching up on some of my lost sleep from the previous week. But what I didn't know was you actually can't catch up for lost sleep by sleeping in. And the, and the problem was by sleeping in on the weekends, it made it hard or harder for me to go to bed at a decent time during the early part of the next week. So I got this locked into this pattern of staying up late, getting my seven to eight hours, thinking I was doing great, not obviously doing great because by the time Friday night rolled around, I was exhausted. Then I would sleep in and repeat the cycle. So it really wasn't until I spent extended time in Costa Rica that I really, well, something magical happened to both me and my spouse during the almost two years that we spent living near the equator. And that is when we were staying where the sunrise and the sunset were almost at the same time every day, our bodies fell into a solid 15 or 16 hour circadian rhythm. So we would get up at sunrise, which is around 6.30 every morning, and then we'd start to feel sleepy a few hours after sunset. And we'd go to bed around 9.30 or so. 
and it reset my body clock. It completely reset it so that when I came back to Canada, where I am much further north than the equator and where the sunrises and sunsets can fluctuate throughout the year by many hours and it just messes with your head. It messes with your body. That time in Costa Rica made it so that I was able to keep a very solid sleep schedule of going to sleep at around 10.30 and getting up at 6.30. So eight hours in bed, no matter what time of year it was, I don't know what it was about that experience, but I now have a very, very solid sleep schedule. And I believe great sleep really is the number one factor for training recovery. So that would be my plug for sleep. Number two is nutrition. Um, As I think back, my diet has always been pretty good, probably owing from the great cooking of my mom while growing up. Thumbs up, mom. But, you know, looking back, until about 10 to 12 years ago, I was eating way more pasta, bread, cereals. I should start an addict's recovery group for, um, for what's the cereal I used to binge on, um, I can see it's like a bear, honey, honey, nut, honey, nut, golden honey nuts, honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, honey nut Cheerios was my vice. And it says healthy for your heart because it has whole grain oats. Yeah, but it has 85 pounds of sugar. So that's bad. So I, I mean, I, I ate a lot of pasta, bread, cereal, and simple sugar which spikes your blood sugar which is not good so in the last 10 years i have really doubled down on more vegetables less meat and far 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 less sugar so this is what i mean by a good diet is sometimes not just the best way of eating but less of the bad way of eating because we all don't have a bad uh, the best diet but we can usually find ways to improve what we do so Is meat bad? No. In my books, it's fine. But simple sugars, bad processed carbs, not the best for reducing inflammation in the body. So my motto these days is mostly vegetables, a little bit of meat. Number three in my recovery protocols is stress reduction. Now, meditation used to sound so boring to me. Oh, just sitting there and doing nothing oh, just sounded the worst until I got the Headspace app on my iPhone about eight years ago. And this free app put me onto the path of what I think is going to be a lifelong practice of daily meditation. I do 20 minutes of meditation a day and it is now as second nature as brushing my teeth. And I don't think it's so much the benefit of those 20 minutes that meditation is great for. I think it's that meditation over time remodels your brain and it helps you shift the way you perceive with and deal with stressful times in your life. And I think that's the long-term benefit. So sure, those, those meditative minutes that you spend in a day are great, but I think it changes the way you see things. It changes the way you... Uh, encounter and deal with stress in your life so if you've never tried meditation i recommend 
I can't recommend highly enough to download the Headspace app. It's free. Starts you off at 10 minutes a day and it can possibly change your life. So I think meditation and stress reduction is fantastic. Now, in no particular order, here are the gizmos and gadgets that I use to aid in my recovery from training. Uh, massage gun. That That is my trusty friend. I don't care whether it's percussive or vibrational. And if you look into it, you'll see that's a thing. To my muscles, they, just, they love anything massage -y. And sometimes I use it for warming up my muscles before I have a hard run or a hard cycle. But most often, I use it in the evening before bed to loosen up tight muscles, bring in some extra blood flow to the area. And I've experimented by going to bed after a hard workout that day, either using the gun or not using the gun. And absolutely, absolutely, I feel at least 50% less sore the next morning if I used the massage gun before I went to bed. So there's something amazing about that massage gun. And you know what? You can spend $600, probably even more on a massage gun. I just went on Amazon. I found like an $80 gun and it's fantastic. It's amazing. Maybe I'm missing something, but and just an inexpensive massage gun does the trick, but you have to use it. Don't just buy it and have it sit under your couch. You have to use that massage gun. Okay, moving on. A, fo a foot roller. So speaking of massages, how about massaging your feet daily? This foot roller I have is like the OG of foot rollers. It's I got it as a Christmas present from my parents so long ago. I can't even remember, but the thing still looks brand new. It's amazing. It's very, very, very hard plastic. It has these nubs on it that stimulate the bottom of your feet. And apparently, if you massage your feet five minutes per foot per day, that's all you need to keep your feet in tip-top shape. But I'll tell you, after a long run, nothing feels gooder than... Nothing feels better? Gooder? <laughs> Go back to school, Todd. Nothing feels better than rolling my feet out with this foot massager. I guess they, I think they call it the foot log. So if you're interested, Google foot log. And this thing looks like it's green, blue, red, yellow. It's a, it looks like a Christmas decorations. It's very, very colorful. Then you'll know you've got, got to the right thing. Okay, moving on. Uh, things I do. Sauna blanket. Do you like a nice hot sauna? Oh, I tell you, I do. I love a hot sauna. So good for the muscles. Problem is, the closest sauna to me is about 10 minutes away, plus parking, plus getting all your clothes packed and ready, plus changing, plus the membership fee, plus staring at that naked person that's not supposed to be naked in the sauna in the first place, unless I missed reading a sign somewhere then showering and changing and driving back home. Oh, I mean, it's at least an hour and a half to have a 20-minute sauna. But you can buy a sauna blanket that has that is uh, utilizes far-infrared technology. It's a very fantastic way to heat your body very deeply. 
It penetrates into your muscles much deeper than a traditional sauna. You can do it in the comfort of your home. Three to four times a week, I fire up my little sauna blanket. It's like a, it's like a sleeping blanket, but it's hot. And I fire it up to 175 Celsius, which is 80, sorry, 175 Fahrenheit, which is 80 Celsius. It has a timer, so if you fall asleep, you don't cook yourself to death. And I just lay in there for 20 minutes. So a massage gun session with a 20-minute um, sauna blanket session, oh, the best recovery protocol I can think of. And finally, my grounding mat. You've heard me talk about my grounding mat in recent podcasts. I sleep with this thing at my feet every night. I often work with it at my feet during the day. I'm connecting to the power of Mother Earth. And it seems to be having a positive effect. I had this hip problem for years. It's 90% healed since I've been using this grounding mat. It's amazing. So there you have it. Those are my gadgets and gizmos and thoughts about recovery and I didn't realize I did so many things to try to recover from my from my workouts but that's just a glimpse a little glimpse into things I do and things that I use to recover so I hope your training is going well if you want to share with me a recovery method that works well for you I would love to hear about it you can email me at the lonely triathlete all one word at gmail.com. So train hard and recover hard, and I will talk to you again in about a week. Until next time, peace.